My name is Dr. Tram Jones. Starting in December 2019, my wife and I lived in Haiti. Recently, given the current insecurity, we are out of the country, but we continue to support and work with our partner clinic, Lesquati Moon, with its 53 employees on the ground in the city of Quatibouquet, Haiti. As an American, we have an advantage that few of us recognize. Perhaps better said, we don't think about it until it's taken away. It brings such consistency that individuals and businesses are able to make long-term predictions. And that advantage is the stability of the U.S. dollar. Most of us take this for granted until we hear that dreaded word, inflation. And we've heard it a lot recently. We all intuitively understand what it means. The cost of gas, the cost of rent, the cost of a car, it all rises. Suddenly, the money you had is no longer worth as much. And while we in the United States have just started thinking about inflation, this is the norm for much of the world. United States businesses and individuals have a nearly insurmountable advantage in that we pay employees, buy goods, and save in the most stable currency in the world, the United States dollar. When someone is explaining why they have a lot of money for retirement, rarely do I hear an American point to the predictability of their currency. But living in a country with an unstable currency I can attest that nothing can be more foundational. As we talk in this episode, just so that things make sense, you should know a few things. First, the Haitian currency is the goud, spelled like the fruit gourd with an E at the end. Right now, about 106 goods are equal to one US dollar. Thus, the exchange rate is 106. And inflation as we are all learning in America right now, is when the cost of things across an economy go up. And these two things, exchange rate and inflation, they're actually related. Now, bear with me for a demonstration of how that happens. If, for example, I as a Haitian had 106 goods, I could buy $1 worth of American rice. If the exchange rate suddenly jumped to 300, Haiti would experience a lot of inflation, even if Haiti didn't print more money because everything they imported would be more expensive. That's because it would suddenly take 300 goods, not 106 goods, to buy $1 worth of American rice. So the price of that rice goes up. I want to introduce the importance of a stable currency with a seemingly unrelated paradox I've come across in Haiti. One thing that confused me to no end was land and rental prices in Haiti. In Quadibouquet, that's the city where we used to live, A nice house rents for around $3,000 per year. It's not a lot. That's around $250 per month. Now, to buy that same house in Quadibouquet would cost around $150,000. I mean, that's almost American prices. This brings up so many questions. First off, who in the world in Haiti has $150,000? Where is the demand? And secondly, when one thinks about houses for investment, there's an important criterion called the price-to-rent ratio. This is the price of the home over the yearly rent. So a good investment, probably around 15. This means that in 15 years, you'll make enough money from rent to pay for the home. Now, in Haiti, these numbers are wacky. Look at that last scenario. It would take 50 years of rent payments to pay for the house. Why are home prices so high and rents so low? I think this all comes back to exchange rate and inflation. Let's play out a scenario. Let's say you're a business owner in Haiti, and you make 1 million goods in a year. Great year, right? You want to save it for 10 years, maybe for retirement. 
Now, Haiti doesn't really have a stock market, so you can't do that. You could transfer your money to U.S. dollars, but you will lose a lot of money on the exchange rate and fees. Or you could put it in a Haitian bank. Now, you aren't really going to receive a lot of interest at a Haitian bank, but at least you won't lose the money, right? Wrong. If we look at 10 years ago, it took 40 goods to receive one U.S. dollar. Today, you need 106 goods to receive one U.S. dollar. That means that every year, your money is sitting in the bank, you're losing about 10% of the value of your money, a.k.a. Haiti has rampant inflation. Now, during inflation periods, what's a great way to combat that? If I asked people two years ago, I'm not sure we all would have known, but we're learning it right now in America. That's right, it's buying real estate. So in Haiti, not surprisingly, people buy land because it's the only way to store value. But of course, the majority of people in Haiti cannot afford to pay high rents, so the rent you charge is very low. And you ask, who buys these homes? In my experience, these homes are bought by two types of people. The Haitian upper class who have no other options to save money, and then the Haitian diaspora, those that live overseas. Many, many Haitians who have moved abroad will buy a house or land in Haiti with the idea that they can come back and retire to the country. So that's one example of how inflation changes the economy. But let's return to the Haitian good. Why does the good keep losing value? It's not the same reasons that we have in the U.S. The primary reason is that there's a trade imbalance in Haiti. If we look at 2017 data, and it's probably worse now, Haiti exported, that means sold to another country, around $960 million worth of goods, of which clothing made up about 85%. So that's almost a billion dollars. It sounds good until you know that they imported $3.6 billion worth of goods. If there's this type of imbalance, your currency becomes less valuable because nobody needs to buy your goods. For Haitians, this is particularly difficult because so many everyday products come from the United States. Yes, when you're in Haiti and in the market, you can buy vegetables and other agricultural products, but more than 50% of the food is imported. And if you look at rice, and we all think of that as the Haitian staple, 90% of it is imported. This means that when the exchange rate changes by 20%, Haitian food prices go up basically just as much. If you, as, say, a worker in a field, are still only paid 250 goods per day, year after year, that no longer goes as far. This means that each year, it's harder and harder to feed your family. People often assume that because Haiti is a poor country, it's cheap to live in. This is often the case in other poorer countries. But in Haiti, where relatively little is produced, Haitian villagers are often forced to compete on the price of food with the rest of the world. Their rice is not coming from the garden. It's coming from a ship. Now, this unstable currency makes everything in the future unpredictable for businesses, individuals, nonprofits. If you saved up goods for retirement, you're pretty sure that 10 years from now, it's going to be worth less than half as much. At the Lespati Moon Clinic, that's where we work, People are paid a salary which is set at the U.S. dollar rate. Say we pay a nurse $500, well, we pay them $500 worth of goods that month. No matter how the exchange rate goes up or down, we'll multiply that rate times 500. It sounds a little complex, but it's the only way to have a somewhat predictable payroll and to avoid underpaying our employees each year. Now, for construction projects, it also creates major issues. In the U.S., you can largely plan out the cost of a new building. The primary risk you run is a change in the worldwide price of lumber or cement or or steel or any other material. We saw that during the pandemic in the U.S. 
But in Haiti, not only do you have to deal with worldwide fluctuations, you also have to deal with the fact that the currency can rapidly devalue over time. To add to the unpredictability, every supplier uses a different exchange rate. These challenges make a prediction little more than an educated guess. In our projects, we attempt to mitigate this as much as possible by holding funds in U.S. dollars as long as possible before switching them over to goods. For Hannah and I, as individuals when we were living in Haiti, we lived and died by the exchange rate each week. When the government suddenly decided to make the Haitian currency double in value, all of our expenses doubled immediately because all of our money was in dollars. It was really destabilizing. Now, this instability is usually worse for my Haitian friends. Each week, we watch the exchange rate at the banks and the real rate on the street to have an idea of what food prices will be. If this whole episode was confusing because it involved inflation and exchange rates and all of these things, that's okay. In some ways, I want it to seem confusing because it can put you in the shoes of the average Haitian. If you take a person in a village in Haiti, he might not know that food costs more every year because of trade imbalances. All he knows is that 250 goods per day of salary no longer pays for the food he needs. This should be a call to us to remember the advantage and importance of our own currency. Few things have made American businesses so predictable. Few things have made saving for retirement more possible. And yet few things have been more overlooked. Thank you for listening. Every Wednesday morning, we publish a new narrative from life here. We are simply telling stories as we have seen them in Haiti. But Haiti is a fascinating country with a rich history, and there are many Haitian voices that can tell the story of Haiti in all its facets, and we encourage you to seek them out. As we made this episode, some names may have been changed to protect confidentiality. If you enjoyed the show, tell your friends or give us a rating wherever you find your podcasts. To learn more about the work of Light from Light in Haiti or to get involved, visit us on the web at lightfromlight.me. Thank you and God bless.